Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Hey, Jake. Yes, sir. Did you know it is our anniversary month? How long have we been married? (laughs) No, the show. Oh. Yes. Yeah, I did know The that, show's actually. anniversary. We are turning six years old, and to celebrate that- We're going to first grade. We're <laughs> close. We're giving a discount on our Patreon. If you join the year-long subscription to the Patreon, you can get 15% off during the month of May. You can find out everything about our Patreon at patreon.com slash thecritshow, but all tiers for the month of May are 15% off when you sign up for the annual membership. Is that as exciting as first grade? You know, now that I'm kind of remembering back to first grade, that's far better than first grade. The Crit Show contains elements of horror, fantasy violence, and adult language. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Tess, I know you talked about the other day that when you have a sad... <laughs> Uh-oh. You you buy some stuff. Uh-huh. I had a package arrive on Friday, and it was like eighteen pounds. I was like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> oh, wait, hold, real quick. A package that's eighteen pounds. Like, how big is the package? Like, is this like it, a big it, giant box? Is, is it, it a brick of lead? That's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a good question. Uh, it was like a two by two box. Oh my god! And it's eighteen pounds. Yeah. Okay. So back during the panini. <laughs> I when I had a big set, I would just go on to like Kickstarter oh, and be like, oh, I'm just gonna I'm gonna back five things at random. Yeah. Yeah, that's dangerous. I forgot that I had backed the darkest dungeon board game. Oh, oh that's cool. what this 18 pound box was. I don't play these kind of board games. I just was playing a lot of that video game at the time. <laughs> so I don't know what to do with it, but I've got yeah. it. Dozens. Of minis. That's uh, that's what I was going to ask. I thought that's the one that comes with like a whole bunch of monsters and yes. all sorts of stuff. There are two boxes inside of the smaller box. One box is entirely minis, oh both my. the heroes and the villains. That's so good. I've never played the game, but I'm intrigued. Let's yeah. do it. Okay. The video game is really fun. I'm not sure how you replicate that in a board game fashion. I've got an enormous instruction booklet that tells me how, but I don't know that I've got it in me. <laughs> it's like, I'm never going to read it. <laughs> if only we had a gaming table. That... Oh. Please be honest, Rev. Did you buy this just so you could have a little Plague Doctor mini? You know, now. <laughs> in, now hi- all, in hindsight. It all makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you, I backed a board game. You guys know how I feel about board games. I do not like board games. Don't want to do it. Don't want to play. But if they're like specialty kind of cool stuff like that, especially if it leans into fantasy and stuff, yeah, I'll give that a try because that's a little more of an experience than, you know, fucking soul-sucking Uno or Yeah, like your Super Mario Opoly you've got. (laughs) You know, I keep looking. (laughs) That's what, I don't want Monopoly, but I want all of the all of the pieces yeah. from all the different games. But that's kind of what I did. I actually did a Kickstarter for a board game, you guys. 
I did. What was it? Ooh. Dead by Daylight. Ah. You've got an illness, man. <laughs> oh, interesting. When was that something you backed recently? Uh, yeah, I backed it a while ago. It's not out yet. I, it hasn't arrived, but I saw that it was up and I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, you know, I'm not going to give this money. It's a board game. I'm not going to do that. But but that's cool that they're doing it. You know, I, I try to give them money when I can because that game has just helped my mental health so much. Yeah. But I, you know, I opened it and I was scrolling and there are so many of the minis of the killers and the survivors and everything. It comes with like 20 of them or something like that. We'll have to stream that when you get it. Uh Just for one like Dead by Daylight night, just people show up and it's actually us playing that game. Hell yes, absolutely. (laughs) I can't play the video game, but I would play the board game. Yeah, let's let's do that. I can't wait for it to arrive. The second I saw all those, I was like, yep, okay, here's my wallet. Here's the thing though. I can't play it because it stresses me out too much because I don't really, I can't really get the controls down and then the sounds are really stressful. But I imagine us getting together to play the board game and I'd be like, all right, I can do this. And then Tasha's has like the recording of the sounds from the game just like playing the around the starts room. Going. The heartbeat sensor. Yep. Oh, yeah. What's the, what is the most random thing that you've ever backed on like Kickstarter, Indiegogo or something like that? I don't know that I've ever backed a Kickstarter. Oh, really? That seems hard to believe. I feel yeah. like I must have, but I sure can't think of one. Same. Or, I mean, I definitely never received a thing. <laughs> so maybe I have backed some Kickstarters that never came through. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's no secret that I would will do that a lot for dice if they're like cool things. But like the weirdest one is it, it's like old school Nintendo themed. So all of the dice are... Like, they're pretty cool, but, like, the, the, you know, the symbols and stuff on them look like, you know, the half hearts from Zelda and, like, you know, little Mm. things like that. Mm -hmm. But what it comes in looks like a Nintendo cartridge, like a game cartridge. But they're all just made-up games, and there's a bunch of different styles, like fantasy and zombie ones and all sorts of stuff. So, like, that, what a weird, random, wild thing. Here's my money. I think mine is probably, and it's actually going to be here relatively soon, Uh, I did back a human-sized dog bed. What? Define human sized. Um a like Is, a dog bed for humans. Like queen size, like a queen size mattress, but a dog bed? Uh not like a queen size mattress. More like if you think of like a, a one of those sumos, but a dog bed. I thought you were saying a dog sized human bed, so it was just like a miniature like yeah. four post <laughs> That's bed. That's adorable. That's very no, cute. Opposite opposite. My brain must still be in Halloween mode. Um, but when you said I backed a human and then you said an S sound, I was like, yep. where <laughs> is this <Same>. going? <laughs> <laughs> I immediately went, oh, no. <laughs> I got human splicing technology. Uh, I'm going to tag in Rev2, and he's going to take over this intro. Nice, nice. I backed a human centipede, and unfortunately, I'm Rev2. <laughs> I backed a human centipede, and unfortunately, I'm the back. Oh. Yeah. I can't think of anything that I have backed, but one of my very good friends recently told me of a contribution he made to a GoFundMe. Um, there are a bunch of, like, martial arts youtubers that we both watch who just are putting out content all the time and like talking about different fighting techniques or like what's what's good in this context what's not but they're all like buddies Mm. like they all get together and make content together now uh and they are doing an event that is like the ultimate self-defense championship they're going to sydney australia and they're going to have like several days back to back where they have challenges that they've created to like test their metal 
Like they're all going to compete in these different challenges. They're going to see like whose shit stacks up the best in you know quote unquote real world self defense. And they're having a GoFundMe with all these different tiers. Like if you back at this tier, you get a T-shirt. If you back at this tier, you get all like the behind the scenes footage once this is over. And the highest tier was if you pay your own way, you can come and participate in one of these challenges. <laughs> and so my friend, like he sent me the link to the video and he's like, what do you think about this? And I was like, oh, I can't wait to see this. This is really exciting. He was like, great, because I just backed the highest tier and I'm going to Australia. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I almost thought that was going to turn into a GoFundMe for him to join the highest <laughs> tier. <laughs> it could, it could yet. Yeah. Because now he's like, okay, I backed the tier. Now I need to raise money for the plane ticket, yeah. for the hotel, because yeah. none of that's paid for yeah. you. <laughs> uh, well, this all started talking about mail. I do want to point out, uh, and you'll see this reflected on our website, uh, we are going to start having all of our mail shipped to us here at the studio. Um, so if you have been sending us stuff to the P.O. Box, which we greatly appreciate, that's awesome uh, when we get mail, uh, you can now send it to Crit Show Studios, 1111 East 54th Street, Suite 162, Indianapolis, Indiana, 46220. And then I mentioned this last week, uh, but just a reminder, we are getting close to the end of our time in Starhold. Uh, so if you've got any questions you'd like us to go over during the Q&A, you can send that to us uh, at the cast of the Crit Show podcast.com, or you can use the contact us form on the website, uh, or if you're on the Discord, you can post those in the coin spoiler channel or message them to me. And we need those by Saturday, the 17th of this month. Uh, that way we can record that Q&A the next day and uh, have it for you the following week. And if you don't submit, then that's going to bring me back to a big sad and I'm going to have to buy a whole lot of dice about it. So <laughs> save me from that, please. Meggington mm. looks a little uneasy. The center eye and Carrington's eye both close and then the center eye reopens. But this time it's Megan's eye that opens with it. Wait, what's going on? Uh, What do you mean? I didn't know where the rest of you were. We all got separated and I Oh my gosh, Kim, you're okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm 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 fine. I thought you didn't make it through the vent. Well, okay. I'm seeing that my body is wrong and I'm having like it logically explained to me, but I think what I would need is just that complete reassurance that I am being cared for and taken care of and like these are still my friends. You've known Megan for a, for a while. You see that she is on the precipice, uh, but she needs more reassurance. I know this is so jarring and odd, and I'm so sorry, but we're, we're going to get you out of here, and we're here for you. You're still on the team, and I'm literally just like slowly moving up like to try to hug her. As Tass walks over and hugs Megington, Jake and Kim, you see a look of surprise on Tass's face, quickly replaced by fear as his skin and clothing and equipment is all pulled into Megington and the two of them begin to merge into one. <laughs> Could I grab him and like try to pull him back in a way? <laughs> the two of you see Tass being drawn into this form. There is confusion and rage across the face as it starts to turn into something much bulkier. You see all the equipment getting drawn in and attaching to limbs. Okay, seems like I'm not going to be able to pull him away. Yeah. But can I get his big gun before it becomes part of them? Roll act under fire. Seven. 
All right, so you can get the gun away, but you're going to get struck with one of their arms. Or you're going to get the gun away, and you're going to be in grapple range. Or it's going to put it between you and Kim. I will get slashed at. So take one point of damage, and Kim and Jake, why don't you both take one stress? I was about to voluntarily give myself a point of stress, because (laughs) this is uh, awful. (laughs) Uh, So this giant gun is not part of this grafted creature, but it is starting to slash wildly in the air and move in your direction. Um, so is all of Megington aggressive? Because Megington was pretty chill, but with the addition of Tass, is it no longer? Yeah, this whole creature is aggressive now because Carrington's ability to kind of mentally manipulate is no longer there. So Kim, what are you doing? Where are we? Are we in the hangar? You are in the hallway outside of the sleep chamber, but you have come to a stop, so you do have access to the room that is the immunization chamber. Looking back and forth between these two rooms, would either room help us right now? Why don't you roll survey the scene? 11. You get a hold too. Here we go. What can help me? So you know that in your brief passing through of the immunization chamber, it was scanning for things that were kind of anomalous. You think that a hybrid clone monster might set that off. Um, So if you could get it into that room and uh, initiate that protocol, it might be very helpful. Okay, so then in relation to initiating that protocol, how do I get out of there, Jake and I, like once it started? You don't. All three of you would need to be in there because you do need to trigger a vote. Um, But you do know from your one time in there uh, that it seems to put up a barrier between everybody inside if you can get space between all of you. Okay, gotcha. Uh, Then I pull out my plasma pistol and start shooting in the direction of Megington, not trying to hit her, but trying to draw her attention. Uh And I start running backwards towards the immunization chamber. Yeah, roll act under fire. And what is your goal here? Is it to get all of you into that room? Is it to get her attention off of Jake? Like, what is uh, what is kind of that primary objective here? The goal is to get Megington to follow me into the room. That's Megging Tass. Thank you very much. I've been trying to figure out how to get Tass's name into that name. Like, I've been sitting here this whole time since since I absorbed him. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't believe it was that simple. <laughs> Who? That's a seven. Yeah, I think that you're able to lead Megging Tass into here. But the system has already let you through once, and so it doesn't activate right away because it's detecting you and it knows you're okay. So it's going to be a moment before it realizes it needs to cycle up and run the process again. Jake, what are you doing? I might as well take a shot, I suppose. So I'm going to try and blast it with Tass's big gun. Yeah, roll inflict arm. Five. Can I help? How so? By laying down cover fire so that Megging Tass is looking at me and not at Jake. Uh, Yeah, roll assist. That's a six, buddy. <laughs> hey, Tass, what does that gun do harm-wise? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, that'd be four harm. Jake, you don't know how to use this weapon. And I think as you pull the trigger, you activate your glove. <laughs> And the gun explodes. Oh. Everybody involved in this room takes four harm. It is not armor defeating. Uh, can I roll for my keepsake to try to negate more of this harm? Yes, absolutely. That's a nine on my keepsake. So on any kind of success, I take one less harm. So only two for me. All right. This gun explodes and blows you all backwards into separate corners of the room. <laughs> 
and the plexiglass wall rises from the floor, separating you all. And again, you hear that voice. Shutdown initiated. Quarantine sequence engaged. Would you all like to take this opportunity to ask any questions? Or I'd love to vote, just vote, vote, vote to dose this creature, please. Okay, okay. You both put in your votes for the chamber that Megging Tass is in, and you see the arm come down with a needle protruding. It examines them for a moment and then dashes forward and injects into their shoulder. The reaction on this creature's face is instantaneous as all of the details of the face, all of the structure starts to melt away. It seems like something inside of it is dissolving as it shifts to the ground, falling over to its side. There is a green gas that is coming out of its pores and filling its solo chamber. A sluice opens up on the floor, and you see all of this goo run down in. Another set of arms come out from the ceiling and very quickly power wash this entire side, and then the floor slides back closed again. I raise my hand, voting to end quarantine. Yeah, seconded. And the plexiglass walls lower back into the floor, setting you both free. Oh, God. Oh, God. That was really bad. That was really bad. Shit, you look terrible. I'd like to volunteer to mark another stress. <laughs> yeah, I think I want to as well. Yeah, that's fair. Wait, wait, wait. So Tass was a clone? I guess so. Where the fuck is the real Tass? Yeah. Tass. <laughs> yeah? Let's jump back just a little bit. You step into this first room after Jake has told you to give it a try and see what happens. You hit the panel on the floor and the room starts to rotate around. And as soon as it starts to move, the floor beneath you opens and you fall. As you fall, there is a flash of pink light. It makes you a little lightheaded and then you black out. You're uncertain how much time has passed when you regain consciousness, but you are currently surrounded by black metal. There is a dim light glowing and a chair, a table, and a bed in the far corner of this black metal box. Am I free to move? You are. I'm going to blink heavily and stand and look around to see if there's like anything in here. Roll survey the scene. Okay. 11. All right, you get a hold too. I never in my life have been more concerned about which questions to ask. <laughs> oh, I am fundamentally stuck between two in particular, but I think the groggy thought is... Essentially, what am I missing here? From your position on the ground, you look around at the floors and the walls and the ceiling of this room. And again, it is all this black metal that you've seen before that is designed to be very tough and absorb a lot of energy. But you do see creases in the ceiling, very similar to the ones that you saw in the immunization chamber where arms could come out. It seems like this is very intentionally designed to be exactly what happened. You separated from the group. And it has trapped you here. And on the table in this room, um, you can see just a slightly elevated, um, like something has been embossed on top of it. I'm going to shuffle over to get a closer look at that. You move over to the table and look down. And on the table, it says, I'm not sure who you are or how you found your way here, but worry not, you won't be missed. And it has a dash and a GN after it. What? The hell? Is Nash seriously leaving disses in letter form to the people he traps in his goddamn oubliettes? 
Do y'all want to know how much of an idiot? And I think maybe this is just like it's the morning for me. Like literally, I heard the initials, and in my head, I had to go, "Who do we know in this game that has the initials?" <laughs> <laughs> who could this be? <laughs> what a mystery! <laughs> I just I can't get over the idea of there being an embossed table down here. <laughs> this dude is so fucking dramatic. I like the thought that he had this made. <laughs> His spacesuit has a cape on it. Yeah, I know. he's a dramatic guy. Nash is mega mind. Like Nash, <laughs> Nash is like, oh, you're a villain, all right, just not a super one. See, I've gotten so used to Grandpa Nash and his corduroy sweaters. I I've forgotten the main guy who's all about presentation. Yeah. Uh, I guess I want to look around with the thought, how can I get out of here? So you have seen those creases in the ceiling. And looking very carefully, you can see a spot where you must have fallen through. It's unfortunate that you don't have like a, a knife or anything to, oh to my pry one God. of those. <laughs> um, but no, you think that if you could wait until one of these arms does something, you might be able to find something on the arm or inside that you could then use to pry open the hatch you fell through. Okay, then I'm most certainly going to just be sort of waiting under those creases for the first sign of movement to try to grab something. I gotta be honest, I think there's at least a moment of me aiming the gun at that and just looking at that black metal and thinking, oh, maybe if I shoot it and no, it's gonna bounce around and god damn it. And then, but I don't, I don't shoot. What are you doing while you wait? Is everything in here like bolted down? It is not. Got the bed, a chair, and this table, but they are not bolted down. I mean, I'm certainly spending some time yelling and like grabbing the chair and just hucking it at the ceiling and trying to gauge like the amount of sound it might be making. Yeah, your chair breaks. Well, I still have the bed, Nash, you dick. The bed breaks. (laughs) (laughs) The the underside is embossed. (laughs) (laughs) This one just says... LOL, suck it. (laughs) I sit down on the bed. It's one of those trick beds with no springs, so it just falls straight to the floor. (laughs) Curse you. No, your chair is not broken. It's it's like the desk. It's uh, made from that same black metal. Besides taking a moment, if I have enough time before, you know, something might appear. Yeah, I think otherwise I'm just doing the occasional yell, you know, trying to gauge if I can hear if that floor is shifting above me or if it's, you know, too sort of soundproofed from all the black metal. Yeah, you do not get a sense of anything outside of this room. You say you're taking a moment. Like, what are you doing? Uh, I mean, like, okay, let's be let's be real honest. Mm-hmm. This is me we're talking about. Yeah. And there's a place to lay down. Yeah. So I think for the first little stretch, I'm laying down and just looking at the ceiling. And I'm like, I'm literally, I'm aiming the gun in hopes that if an arm comes down, like maybe I'll be able to shoot it and knock some pieces off or something. Mm -hmm. But it's me and I've laid down. Mm -hmm. So there's a real solid chance that in five minutes or under that I'm out. Okay. Kim and Jake, inside of the immunization chamber, the walls have been removed and you are free to enter the hangar. Do we move up into the hangar or do we go back? I think if you can help, I think we should get Noelle into the IPT cruiser, and then go back and find Megan. Okay. I feel like at some point, 
we should probably all take the opportunity to like one at a time, just like high five and see if any of the rest of us are going to goop and, you know, have somebody waiting with the big gun. Like probably not us right now when it's just the two of us, because then we would just run amok. But like once there's at least three of us together, we should maybe do some trial and error. That's a really good idea. Um, Maybe you just sit and I will put Noel in the IPT cruiser. I got it. I'm good. Okay. Okay. I'm not quite dying. <laughs> I'm on the precipice, I say, as I pick up parts of a computer and start lugging them towards the ship. (laughs) All right. Yeah, the two of you head back towards the ship. uh, And as you head inside, Carrington is there sitting in one of the chairs uh, having a snack. I just like finger guns. And I'm like, I have nothing I need to explain to you anymore. (laughs) What does that mean? I don't answer to you. I I just thought I wasn't explaining anything. (laughs) What part of that did you not understand? (laughs) My best friend in the world, Carrington. (laughs) Yeah, I just start unloading these pieces of Noel wordlessly. Things have been quiet here, right? Hopefully, yes. Yeah, yeah. Why? What's going on? Things just really suck uh, on this station. You, You haven't since... Wow. Okay. When we left the cruiser... And us coming back right now, you haven't seen us any more times other than when we left and right now coming back, right? What? I haven't seen you since you left the ship, no? Okay, okay, good, good, good. Um, There are are clones about, so. Oh. Yep, yep, clones of us running around, combining into each other, getting all mean and weird. It sucks on this space station. I'm very jealous of you hanging out in the car. Do you have a, I don't know, a... A password or anything? Should I lock the doors when you leave? Uh, Carrington, I'm going to hand her my gun, uh, and then I'm going to go over and high-five a wounded Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. Oh, thank God. Oh. Okay. We're not clones. That Good was to know. such a gamble. You didn't even explain it first. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, she she would have known when to shoot because it would have become really obvious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, do we want to implement some sort of passcode or or password? If we set something right now, then our clones wouldn't know what it is. Yeah, but also neither would the rest of our real life team. Yeah. Until we get back to them. Until we get back to them, high five them, make sure that they're them. I'm trying to think of like a memory that all of our team has that presumably a clone wouldn't, except we don't know who's clones really anymore. So all we know is the people with us will have a certain memory, but we don't know if the people with us are the people we arrived with. Would you know if you're clones? Are you both clones? Well, that was the high five. At least one of us is not a clone, we can confirm now. Were we both clones, that high five would have turned us into like a amalgamation. What kind of fucked up superpower is high-fiving turning you into a skin monster? I would not call it a superpower. I would call it, it a like curse. seems like you're activating it. Like with a high five. Are you like the Wonder Twins? <laughs> yeah, we're like a real Are you Gingy up- Ito's Wonder Twins? <laughs> No, the clones have a healing ability where if they are hurt and they are in the presence of another clone, they can attempt to heal themselves by drawing uh, physical matter from that clone into themselves. But uh, every time we've seen it, it has just ended up with the two clones combining into a horrifying amalgamation of both clones. Oh. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad in the space station. Maybe it only works if they pull DNA from a clone of themselves. Like if two two Kim clones high fived, then they'd be okay. Nope, I super saw it happen with a Jake and a Tass. I know, but they're not the same person. Oh, like if it was two Jakes or two Tasses, 
Since they it'd would be not, like the same DNA, maybe. I don't, just, I'm just like actually oh. heal. Yeah, who knows? It's a great speculation. I hope to never test it. Password, passcode. What are we? What do we want to do? Let's just go with like avocado. They're gonna know that one. <laughs> I'm just like looking around. I'm just like P tier. Ah, that topical and yeah. timely <laughs> Family Guy season one reference. Um, uh, what's something that we have all only just now discussed? Wonder twins. Wonder twins. All right, Wonder twins is the password. Perfect. We'll we'll try to get that out to the rest of the squad once we have determined them to not be clones. Okay. Cool. Just stay in the ship. Do you want this back? She holds up the gun. Yes, yes, please. Thank you. Okay. We will be back with some more computer parts here, Mm. um, and then ultimately we'll be doing some work on the ship, uh, and then we'll we'll be bailing hopefully before too long. Okay. So, uh, you know, take another nap or have some peanuts, sunflower seeds, whatever you want to do. Like you're a circus, like you're a zoo animal. <laughs> Peanuts and sunflower seeds and naps. We'll leave you some pellets in a little <laughs> dish. Hold on, let me fill up your water dispenser. Um, before we head out, I'm going to step into the med bay and see if I can't patch myself up a little bit. Okay, are you going to use um, the med bay itself or your kit? The med bay. Okay. Um, so just as a reminder, when you roll that on yourself, it gives you a plus one to the roll. Uh, and then on a mixed success, you heal two, and on a full success, you heal three. Uh, that is an eight. All right, so you heal two. Okay, I'll go back up front and say goodbye to Carrington and head out. All right, and uh, as the two of you head out of the ship, you hear the sound of her locking the door behind you. Tass, you open your eyes after a short hiatus of falling asleep. <laughs> Your short hiatus of falling asleep is, again, the most AI rev way of saying <laughs> nap <laughs> I've ever heard. On the table, there is a bowl and a glass filled with liquid. Son of a bitch. And I'm like looking up at the ceiling and looking at the table. Yeah, it's all closed. What? Oh, f- oh come on, me. Um, I'm going to walk over to inspect this uh, this new development. Yeah, there is a bowl that's filled with kind of a sludge and a glass filled with water. Oh, oh, I don't want this. Um, Oh, not today, water. (laughs) I haven't drank you in a decade, and I'm not going to start now. (laughs) And I start swallowing the sludge. (laughs) I'm going to look at the situation here. Like, is it actually a glass? Is it metal, plastic? Like, what? what is the food and stuff in? The bowl is ceramic and the glass is glass. Okay. I'm going to scoot the bowl over to the edge of the table and just tip it off. It hits the ground and the bowl shatters. And then after a moment, a panel opens up on the ceiling and an arm starts to come down with a tube sticking out of it and begins to vacuum up the mess. I want to jump up and try to rip a piece off of this thing. Roll act under fire. I don't even need to add my stats. That's a full success, baby. Yeah, you're able to put your full weight on this arm and just rip pieces off of it. It very quickly retracts back into the ceiling, but you are left with probably a dozen random pieces from this arm. Hell yeah. Then I am going to pick up as many of these pieces as I can and shove them into pockets and stuff and uh, pull over the table and the chair, make a little stack here so I can reach the ceiling and then get these pieces out and see if there's like... 
I don't know. I'm not sure if there's anything I can piece back together or if there's anything sharp enough, but I'm, I'm just going to kind of sort through it and see if I can like worry at the edges, like try to jam something thin into what I perceive as the crack. Yeah, so I think you've got two options here. You can use a repair and advanced item to piece something together from this to make yourself a better tool, or you can just take time. I think I would commit to the time. I don't think I have enough faith in my ability to put something together. Uh, I think I take the the harder route and just really uh, start digging at this thing. Okay. Megan, back inside of the systems monitoring chamber, why don't you roll tech to try to put this microphone together to let you communicate with Allison? Eight. All right, so I think you can create something from the computers here, but the drawback is going to be once you turn it on, if you turn it off, it won't activate again. Gotcha. And Megan, as you finish up working on this, uh, you hear the section next to you rotating, and the hallway appears uh, with Jake and Kim inside of it. Tass was a clone. What? Yep, Tass, Tass was a clone. Tass got absorbed into the amalgamation and they got really aggressive. And then we uh, trapped them in the quarantine chamber. Uh, and then they got liquefied and then the power washed away. No. No, if that's no what because Tass remembered. Tass remembered us landing and the other one didn't, right? I know. I don't I don't know how to explain it. He was a clone. Ed, that is accurate. He was I don't know why, but he definitely gooped into the clone mess. So now I feel like we need to determine if any of us are clones. Kim and I have already high-fived, so at least one of us is not a clone. That's it? We just have to, to be able to touch each other? Well, Jake and I are both hurt right now, so the thought being, if we made contact with a clone, we would absorb someone. I mean, yeah, I'm not doing that great either, so I guess I just hold out my hands to both of them. Okay, okay well, well, let's, one let's at a time, all three right? do it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hold out my hands to them. All right, let's do this super amalgamation. <laughs> let's wreck this place. Yeah, we own this place. <laughs> Coming to my house. Uh, yeah, I guess I will touch Megan's hand first while Kim has the gun. Yep. Nothing happens. Oh, thank God. Okay, give me the gun. Okay, sure. Okay, Kim, ready? And I hold out my hand. I will high five her as you do you get this no sneeze that comes onto you uh but nothing happens oh my god <laughs> oh my god oh i was so ready for jake kim again I, oh god I heard, jake megan <laughs> i heard this voice in my head misleading me that it was going to be a problem so i've already fired <laughs> uh no i'll hand the gun back to kim with a big sigh who okay okay so so that's good news we are not clones. The bad news, we have no idea where our TAS is. That one, clone TAS, as far as we could tell, did not have a gap in his memory, right? Like, he remembered everything we remembered. Yeah. He also went down that hallway alone first. That's got to be where we lost him then. And what, he got cloned from there? I don't know. Or, you know, scanned whatever happened to us that it, like, took what was in our brains. Like, yeah, I mean, it has to have been from... Because we had consistent eyes on that Tass for a long time, right? Like, Tass was only on his own for a short window there. That's got to be when this happened. That's the only time we lost track of a Tass outright, and the recency of his memories would suggest that that's got to be when this happened. I think we've hit every room, right? Other than hers. Yeah. Maybe we just go back and retrace our steps, like the spot that Tass was when we couldn't see him, and, I mean, just go over that area with a fine-tooth comb. 
and see what the fuck happened. If there's scratch marks on the walls or a secret door or something. Can all three of us retrace all of our steps? Is there enough space in all of these rooms? I know it's kind of cramped in some of those areas. I just don't think that we should break eye contact with each other, seeing as how we were relying on us having certain memories to tell who was a clone or not. But obviously with tasks, that didn't apply. I think if we're quick, we could like trip some panels and then kind of backstep real quick so that we can all stay in the same place as the things we need to look at come around. I don't know which one of us wants to try to execute that. I'll try. Yeah, you haven't been split in half by this problem. <laughs> I guess, you know, I mean, what are the odds that it gets you twice, right? 50-50, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Learn from your past mistakes, even if they're not your past mistakes. Yeah. yeah, that's absolutely right. You all can and almost have been in all of these rooms together. Uh, the only one that would be an issue was just that little stub of a hallway that Tass went by himself into. But yeah, you could step into the hallway of the sleep chamber and then try to jump out as it's rotating. It's it's very fast, um, as Clone Kim discovered, but it is feasible. Okay, I will activate the panel and then try to jump back out. All right, roll act under fire. And I am like <laughs> there, like prepared to help. Yeah, and let me ask you a very important question. Sure. What's the top priority here? Is it to not get separated from the group or not to be injured in the process? I'm going to need you to clarify what you mean by hurt because the other me got cut in half by this door. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, So I think there's a world of difference here between the mixed success and the failure. I just want to make sure of your intent. If push comes to shove, you know, what do you want the most to be unharmed or to not be separated from the group? That kind of thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Then I would say the goal is to reunite with the group. Okay, so to not get having separated. eyes on the group when this is done is the top priority. I don't like the specificity <laughs> of having eyes Which on because we've dealt with two you? halves of Kim. <laughs> so the half with the eyes is going to make it back. <laughs> All right, so that's an eight. So yes, you will be able to activate this and leap back through. But you're going to take some damage or you're going to lose something on you. I'll take a little bit of damage. Yeah, I think this is to harm as you kind of pull your foot free um, from this this closing gap. Ooh. And that is armor defeating. Cool. I'm going to roll for my keepsake. Okay. That is a 10. So Kim is able to leap out of the way as this little stub of a hallway rotates into everyone's view. And standing there is Tass. Hey! The Crit Show is a Crit Show Studios production, edited and produced by Brandon Wentz, with music by Jake Purley. You can find more information about us at thecritshowpodcast.com. To keep up to date with upcoming live shows, contests, and other special events, follow us at The Crit Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For even more weekly content, join us at patreon.com slash thecritshow. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings. 
I am the modestly handsome obituary writer of this fetching town of Crestfall, Idaho, and this is Death by Dying. Death is exhausting. And so, after a long day of funeral attending, I had retired to my apartment to get some shut-eye. I loosened my Versace tie and changed into my Egyptian silk pajamas. Are you the detective in town? No, I'm the obituary writer. Really? Someone said you solve murder cases. Murder? I'm Charlotte, by the way. Forgive me, but I haven't gotten past the murder part. Charlotte, the friend I now have, is staying in the apartment above her Aunt Lillian's bookshop. She was my aunt. She was all I had growing up. I need to know why she's gone. Murder is the spice of life. I knew just who I had to see. The Angel of Death. We have become friends over the years. Careful. Death is ever-present. Her pet, the button-eyed raven, moaned inconsolably as usual. Your friends are abandoning you, one by one. You write about death, O.W. But how much do you know about what it feels like to lose someone? The shadow in the dark woods is making its way into Crestfall. Listen to Death by Dying on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher.